0: What's up that's awesome dude this is great because it's the first time we've all been together and now we can praise kev together kev oh, yeah the oh. is amazing i've said it like, oh, probably like 10 oh. times <laughs> already yeah oh my gosh dude Everyone i find myself show?
1: singing that on this you know out <laughs> and about
0: <laughs> yeah well this amazing. and joshua creating the song it's amazing you guys are all amazing and and kevin created that opening sequence almost entirely from scratch so, Dude, good. that is yeah.
1: absolutely amazing. That is such Thank an awesome me. opening.
0: You get all the feels. All the feels. Uh-huh.
1: Cool.
0: Thank you. <laughs> good
2: to see you, Jason. <laughs> I'm swapping you guys so that people can see Jason's oh. name. Everybody knows your name. Yeah, I was like, so wait. People, it, can, it,
0: can <laughs> yeah. covered, it
2: can be covered up. Sure. It can be
3: covered yeah. up for you.
0: Well, we're really excited about today's episode. <laughs> we're here with the amazing up, up Crypto. What's up, Jason? Hey, buddy. What's up, fellas? What's going on, yeah. Jason? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, today's episode, it's something that we've been talking about for the past year and a half. I mean, really, since I started talking to Jason, this is when all these things, physical media started to click and we started to realize Jason and, and us have had deep conversations about this, so that physical media is going to come to an end in the near future. It could be a couple of years from now. We didn't know when exactly that would happen, but it's happening sooner than later. Best mm-hmm. Buy has has announced that they're going to stop selling DVDs and Blu-rays in January, which is way sooner than I expected, way sooner than I expected. Now, what does this mean though? What does this mean for the future of the media space or just collecting in general? But I I look at this as like one door is closing, but another door is opening and especially for collectors. Here's a really cool article.
1: Black Friday sales.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll get, we'll touch back. Remember to talk about that in a little bit. The black Friday sales are huge for collectors and we'll circle back on that this is a really interesting article that I saw on The Verge, and this writer writes, Best Buy will no longer carry physical movies in 2024, and I am no longer whole. Best Buy is exiting the physical media business and will no longer carry movies, including 4K Blu-rays, gutting the shrunken department that was one of my first and favorite jobs. I thought this is a really interesting perspective because he's talking about nostalgia, and this is a big reason why the still media market is so successful is because it connects to a lot of collectors on a deep level, Jason, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this is something we've been talking about for a while, but it's finally come to fruition.
1: Yeah, we, I mean, we knew it was coming um, with the, with a new way that we can watch technology, and I think the stuff that's going to be rolling out in you know AR and and mixed reality spatial computing we, we kind of saw this it makes sense but like when you think about it like think about these stores like best buy walmart target um when you go into the electronics section like it's lots of video games lots of D, you know lo- well used to be lots of dvds and blu-rays etc and so um you know that's going to be interesting to to kind of see like uh, it's going to be weird to be honest with you going in yeah. these stores
0: yeah and definitely sad i feel for this for this writer i mean i feel for him I was talking about this the other day that it's sad to, to think about the idea of, of the future generation, even now, not being able to walk into a store and just buying a, a, a movie you know, or, or a video game. That yeah. that's kind of sucks. I mean, walking through Blockbuster and seeing all the films on shelves was really special. It was so special. Um, this is actually a clip from a, a recent podcast episode that I want to share world is becoming more digital these physical items are going to start to disappear i mean they already are if you go to yeah. target for example everyone out there if you go to a target or if you go to a walmart go to the dvd section mm-hmm. go to the video game section they're small they're small kiosks now and mm-hmm. sell barely right. any dvds and it's going to disappear over the next few years probably mm-hmm. and that's it physical mm-hmm. media is gone and these are going to become relics of the past surrounded in pop culture you know and that's the key mm-hmm. and that's the key yeah oh, oh, awesome, <laughs> also part also follow us on TikTok.
1: <laughs> part of my flipping strategy and collecting strategy is about to get messed up too, because you know, you go into these stores like Best Buy and Target and you buy these items when they're on clearance or when they're when they're marked off or when they're they're getting rid of them. And um, you know, for collectors that know that's a that's a lot of times how we stack some of these and um there's nothing there's nothing to stack anymore.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. You know, we've talked about video games as well. You know, a lot of video games, even out right now, like Harry Potter and the Hogwarts Legacy game, there were, I think, 10 to 20 million or 20, 10 to twenty million units sold. I need to fact check that number. Don't hold it against me. But regardless of the number, whatever was sold, I wouldn't be surprised if over 90% of them were actually digital sales, which means the physicals, probably more, which means the physicals are, yeah, kept going.
3: So I can tell you right now, a new game that came out called Starfield by Bethesda Games. Um, 90% digital sales. There you
0: go.
1: There
3: you go.
0: Crazy. Yeah. I mean, there was a recent article that talks about that, that 90% of all games were digital sales back yeah. in like 2022, I think 2022 20, or all 23, right. which means that this is a great opportunity guys. And that's the focus of this episode today is that there's opportunity here. Yeah. Again, never financial advice, but based on, you know, based on track record of sealed media, there is definitely opportunity here. And, Here's another article that was released in July. It, it talked about how uh, Disney is going to stop selling physical media in Australia. So the, it says right there, was this is really interesting, right b- b- below the title. It says, Gardens of the Galaxy 3 will be the last DVD and Blu-ray release in the region. Now, that's a really interesting fact, right? Yeah. The last DVD sold. Could there be value in that? And we're going to circle back on that sure. question a bit.
2: Yeah.
0: So can, D- can DVDs be valuable? You guys like my PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> this, is, this,
2: is good. this looks better than it normally does. This is great.
0: Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks.
2: I said better. I didn't, say, I didn't say good. I just said better. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: kidding. No, it looks, it looks great, so, bud. You're doing, thanks, you're doing
1: great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so some of the key components for collecting in general for collectibles, scarcity, popularity, and relevance. You know, even though DVDs have left behind the VHS tapes, the years of DVD dominance left an impact on pop culture. You know, so the question now is, if we want to get involved in this market, what kind of DVD should we focus on? You're right. So, yes, Jason, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, we have examples and we have modern examples. And so I'm going to give you one now to check out. And I think it'll, if you haven't, if you've never heard this example and you haven't seen it until now, I think it'll be mind blowing. But um, we all know Fortnite. Do a quick Google search on uh, what a factory sealed Fortnite uh, game goes for. It's it, it's a lot. It's it's shocking. Um, and, and it's because of exactly what Kevin said earlier and what you said, Sean, about um, you know these really popular games that are, um, that that just you know essentially go viral. So Fortnite was essentially a viral video game, and everybody plays. it super popular, and they did they did make some factory some physical copies, but most people were buying digital, and um and that's a that's a really good example. So you know what would I be focusing on? Well, as a collector, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the ones that I lo- love that I want. Um, but if you, if you also are speculating as well, say you collect DVDs or you collect movies in general and, and, you know, like what we've always talked about over the years, high IP, you brought up a great example, um, you know, with the new Harry Potter game. Um, you know, you can't, there's certain IPs and certain brands that you just can't go wrong. Star Wars, um, Star Wars had released really cool, uh, Blu-ray, the steel book, Blu-rays, it's probably been about five years ago, but awesome artwork, steel book covers, but they, but I had bought them at, um, on, on Black Friday. So they were $5 a piece, um, factory sealed brand new at, at, uh, at, uh, be- at Best Buy actually. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and those things are now factory sealed almost a hundred dollars a piece. And wow. so, you know high ip like a star wars like a harry potter those are you know those are good ones to to speculate in above yeah. And beyond collecting
0: yeah definitely and that and that circles yeah. back to the thing we mentioned earlier you know especially for harry potter there are a lot of sales but most of them were digital which screams scarcity on the physical side which is a really kind of a recipe for success as a collector in this stuff you know and i, I would definitely keep an eye on that game for black friday Definitely keep an eye on that game because right now the game is like around 50 or 60 still. But when Black Friday comes, typically you can get those games for around like $20, $25, even less. Like last year, there was the Miles Morales game. I was able to get like five or six copies for $15 each. And then after Black Friday, it went back to $50. Over time, Jason's taught us this. And this is actually really amazing. Actually, Jason, why don't you dive into this? The uh, the uh, basically when, when games go up, you know, they originally come out for sale, they have a certain price, but over time that changes.
1: Yeah, and it's been that way. It's the cycle ever since the very beginning, since Atari games. You know, people don't realize like um, Atari games were as expensive as almost over $200 for a game. It was not uncommon for an Atari game to be north of 100 bucks, and definitely $60, $70. And so what happened is, you know, when Atari started tanking and, and they started getting old, prices started dropping and you could literally go to the store and get them for $0.50 cents a piece. And so what happens is every generation that a new console comes out, they clearance out the old stuff. They don't care if it's collectible. They don't care if it's high IP or low IP, popular or not popular. They're just like, here, get rid of it. And so what I would do, you know, when when PS2s were coming out, you know, they would clearance out all their PS1 stuff for nothing. Like I bought games for a dollar nine at Target. They do like 191, 292, 393 ninety three, three. And I would buy games for one dollar and ninety-one cents, and you'd you'd buy all of them, um, or as many as you can afford. And it, it it's happened every single time when the PS3 came out, people were getting rid of PS2 games, and and PS4 and and PS5, and so um, that's kind of the time to buy. It's also the the lowest. It, it's also you see this cycle in NFTs and crypto and digital assets. It's the same cycle, like. People look at something and they think, oh, this is on clearance for a dollar and 91 cents. And so the value to them is it's worthless. Oh, this game's this is worthless, never going to be worth anything. And 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 that's kind of helped me out in a lot of the other things that we do, like, you know, NFTs and crypto and digital assets, because I know that. The value is not necessarily what you're paying for an item. You're just getting it at a super ridiculously low price. And yeah. so you're you buying the Miles Morales. I remember when we were, I mean, you lit, I remember you saying, hey, should I get this Miles Morales Spider-Man game? And I was like, yes, 100% <laughs> you should, but <laughs> don't buy it now because it was like, you know, a full price. And I was like, you "Yeah, wait until... Black Friday came along and then, you know, six months later, whatever, it was cool for you to actually see that. And you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you, you were right about this Miles Morales game and you got a whole bunch for cheap. And the, you know, it's even the next step from that. So like, for me, I'll get, you know, like the Miles Morales, Spider-Man is a great example. You know, you've got pretty, you've got a low dollar amount in it. For me, I, I would even go a step further and get them graded and people are like why would you pay for more than it cost a grade for that for that that game and you're not doing it for today you're doing it for the future and you're doing it for like 5 years from now or 10 years from now when you you've got the best you know you've got the collectible grade and you you know it's something that you you have on the shelf and and i've done that with all my stuff i, I you know when when um, call of duty for the ps3 i sent in call of duty and fallout Fallout and all the popular PS3 games at the time that I did got cheap, I sent them in to gra- get graded. And people are like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's so dumb. Why would you spend back then it was a little cheaper to get games graded? It was like 50 bucks or 45 bucks or whatever. But like people are like, Why would you spend, you know, fifty dollars to get a game graded that you paid 10 bucks for? Well, because that game now in a high grade sells for like a thousand bucks. So, you know, granted, I may have had to wait you know, I, I wasn't thinking about like, I'm going to sell these five years from now or 10 years from now. I just knew that these were going to do well in the future. Maybe when I'm 70 um, they actually did well much sooner than I thought. Um, but now I've got them and, you know, now it's like, Hey, I can't believe you spent, you know, $75 on a thousand, what's a thousand dollar game now. And so it's, yeah. it, it's, you know, speculation, I get it. But like, I've seen the cycle, I've, I've done it. Um, And, you know, just like you've got these examples of DVDs, like, and I'm sure you're probably going to touch on this, but they will start grading DVDs soon. And, um, and people will be like, that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing you can do. Why would you spend money getting graded on, you know, graded DVDs, but then 10 years from now, because time goes by fast 10 years from now, you're like, wow, I don't even see factory sealed DVDs because because most people on this planet, ninety nine point nine 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 percent are going to open these things, throw them away. You know, you're you're not only a tiny percentage of people are going to take this through the grading process. And and we talk about it all the time because we're interested in this. We're, we like this. We collect. We speculate. But like besides you know the small group like nobody else does this like hard, nobody that i know hardly does this
0: yeah, yeah. definitely and yeah. and jason actually you had a great sorry special real quick jason had a great story about t- going to buying turox at costco you remember that yeah yeah he bought steel, <laughs> a bunch of sealed turux at Costco and everyone out there just so you know Turok as a 9.8 grade has sold
1: for over a hundred thousand dollars and yeah, how much I were you wish- buying
0: those Jason at the time
1: I wish it was me I wish I would have, oh man, <laughs> man, that kills, that kills me. <laughs> that kills me. Oh, wow. But yeah, no, it was, so it was actually at Target. Oh Target. Okay. So, so my buddy and I were, where we lived near the target, we could actually walk down to the, to pretty close to the target. We could walk. And what we would do is we would go scour the clearance section. And I'm telling you, man, like, They had a whole bunch of... And it sounds crazy now because you're like, wow, factory sealed, you know, Nintendo... I forget, it was Nintendo 64. Factory sealed, that's crazy to think. But, like, back then, like, you know it was nobody cared about them they were trying to get rid of them and so there was a game store right next door and he would we would go in there and we would buy these games and then we'd walk over and sell them to the guy next door and he would pay us like double trip and triple prices for it and then he would put them on you know full price so like the turok games were either 393 or 494 and we <laughs> bought as many as we could like we bought like yeah. and there was a lot man there was probably like 50 or 60 or 100 I don't know. And we bought as many as we could and we brought them over and he bought them all. And so we we doubled our money. We made or three times our money. And then we literally walked back in Target. And I remember like looking at my buddy Brad going, does he not know we can just that he can go over there and buy them? For <laughs> anyway, so we went back in there and um, we brought him another like a whole batch. Like we we bought the rest of them. He's like, oh, no more Turok, no more Turok. <laughs>
0: But, what, yeah. if we, what if
1: we actually kept them all? Then the joke oh, would have been on man. you, <laughs> Spencer.
0: So, you were gonna say, Spencer, I
1: don't know. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's like, if you would have kept some of those Turok's,
0: <laughs>
3: oh, that's a
1: you guys ever played that game?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah, it was awesome. Great, it was awesome. <laughs> I just want to say what's up to everybody in the audience. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah. Parrish, what's up? That's a quick question. By the way, do you have any DVDs in mind that might be collector worthy? We'll definitely dive into that next. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. For jo- <laughs> Mark, what's up, Mark? VHS and DVDs to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Sean is expensive. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Mark Mark made some amazing acquisitions recently. Big big congrats to you, Mark. That was uh yeah. amazing purchases on your end. That's fantastic. And
2: Harish he said he has a couple Skyrim and COD sealed. Oh, I guess he, oh, he, he oh, games. There you mean so definitely, cool, definitely right? hold on to those. Yeah, don't, don't open That's those up. Awesome. So I remember yeah, very popular yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally.
2: yeah. Awesome. Oh. Definitely keep those still sealed.
0: That's very cool. That's awesome. So so DVDs are going away i mean it's starting at best buy we know it's gonna happen at target it's gonna it's just inevitable um but what what's the next step then like if you want to get involved in buying dvds like which ones should you buy should you buy dvds that are you know movies that are only on dvd are there opportunities for dvds you know early release dvds um that also are on vhs and i actually have an example that i can show you that something that we've been doing personally is buying the matrix on dvd oh yeah Cause these, these on VHS are really hard to find like the early prints. They're hard to find And the way we're still trying to figure out what are actually first prints on both VHS and DVDs. But the way we know for sure, at least they're early prints. When you look on the back, the very bottom right there, there it is. It says 1999 and 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says 1999 twice on it. And that's an early print. There's some with watermarks on the bottom. Some that don't, some have like sticker hype stickers on the front. So it's hard to really know for sure. It's hard to tell which is which, yeah. Yeah, we're still trying to figure this out. But if you get a 1999, 1999, and typically my, my level of entry has been under fifteen dollars for these things. Wow, it's the Matrix, guys. I mean, like, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, still for your consideration, screeners have sold for that for VHS of as high as two thousand dollars. I've seen a sale for two thousand dollars for that one so
2: for, yeah for for vhs vhs yeah
0: that's one of the highest for your consideration they, sales did they, i've they, seen
2: did they do do they do a dvd for consideration for that or only vhs for that's a good
0: question i don't know i really don't know i, I would presume probably just vhs but i have never actually seen a dvd it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it's, it could mm-hmm. could be out there because i've seen
2: possibly could uh, both. yeah because
0: yeah. harry potter for example had vhs mm-hmm. and dvd they had both yeah, yeah. i've yeah. seen dvds for harry potter um, mm-hmm. So that's a good question. Yeah, definitely keep your eye out for that stuff. But if you were...
1: hold on, let me grab.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another really good question is: Could the last commercially released DVD be valuable? Oh, there you go. Oh, is that actually? Oh, snap! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Super rare. Whoa! Wait, go back. Go back. Can
2: see
1: that. <laughs> a shout Dude. out. To... Yeah.
2: Nice. Is that sealed?
1: Nice. Shout out to Joe Morelli. Oh. He actually, yeah. Texted me. He said. Jason, if you don't buy this right now, I'm buying it. It was, it was $11. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. See, and that's and that's a perfect example. Like, open that up, actually. Let's see the DVD inside. Is
1: that,
2: that's CIB, right? It's not sealed? Yeah, CIB. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. That's so cool. So this is a four-year consideration DVD that was sent to the Academy members. Think of this as a rare variant of the commercially mm-hmm. released print.
3: Yeah. Yeah
0: they're very scarce. I think they're much more scarce than, than we realize. I mean, mm-hmm. I've done the, the research that I've done. I've found that in the early 2000s, there were only about three to 4,000 Academy members, maybe even less. So let's presume that, you know, it was printed for every single Academy member and not every single Academy member votes. So, you know, three to 5,000, mm-hmm. everyone who had an opportunity to watch Harry Potter at home, I guarantee you 98% of them, you know, watched it. And even then after that, probably just discarded it, threw it away, whatever. So even the CIBs for those are incredibly valuable. And we've seen CIB for like VHS tapes, even video games. Well. It's yeah. insane amount of money. I mean, there's like Zelda, for example. Zelda, like NES Zelda, has sold for, you know, sealed in high grade, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But CIB, recently, $26,000, $27,000. CIB, not even sealed. Same with Mario, $60,000. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, then,
1: awesome. This one's the of Stone. So obviously the first one. Amazing. Yeah. But the other crazy thing is, Joe. you know, he, I mean, literally, huge shout out to Joe. I was like, Joe, you should buy this. He's like, No, you buy it. And oh. and th- the thing is, is he looks at all the data. He has all the connections. He's constantly like looking at early prints, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And I think he said that one hadn't come up for sale in like years on eBay. Something, yeah, something um, like super crazy.
0: I've never seen a uh, CIB one online, and no, so that's you. I've seen images of them, um, but they're not. Yeah, not so, for sale. So well done, Jason. That's amazing, and big shout to Joe Morelli. He's such an amazing guy, yeah. and have we've been able to buy some amazing things because of him. Yeah, he's he's such a homie. Yeah, real homie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's
2: we we have we have the uh, we have the VHS version of of that same that same for your consideration. Yeah. Still see actually
0: because of Joe Morelli. Because of Joe. He's like Joe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, huge shout to Joe, yeah. and that's awesome, Mark. <laughs> Congratulations, that's so cool. I just want to double check. It, it, <laughs> it says 1999 twice on it, right? Because the later print, it says 299 and then 2001. So that's the later print. You want to find the ones that say
1: 1999,
2: 1999
1: sealed. Oh, cool. What's that, Jason? This is also a <laughs> Joe Morelli. Joe said, Go, if you don't buy this, I'm going to yeah. Oh, yeah Oh,
0: cool. That's yeah. awesome. It was yeah, to dollars That's $1, awesome.
3: $1. Yeah, Yeah, I got one of those guys. Love it.
0: That's so cool. A big shout to Vancouver. He says, grab all those first Warner Brothers DVDs and the cardboard snapper cases, like Twister, Blade Runner, etc. Mm-hmm. I picked up a pile sealed at a pawn shop for two dollars each. That's, in- that's right. incredible. That's incredible. What he's referring to is the snap cases like yeah. this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like yep, these cool. are like Plus, the early, I, yeah. The security yeah. The early early DVDs have these. So mm-hmm. that's what he's referring to. Very cool stuff. That's awesome. Big shout to Vancouver. So Could the last commercially released DVD be valuable? I mean, there's going to be a lot of announcement about that. I presume media will go crazy, you know, announcing this is the last DVD ever to be sold. We saw that in the article previously in Australia. Like, Mm -hmm. literally underneath the title was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be the last DVD in Australia. Mm -hmm. So, all the Australians out there, something to keep in mind. Um, Are there examples of this that we can reference? Well, there are. You look at VHS tapes. History of Violence is considered to be the last commercially released VHS tape for a big studio from a big studio. And this thing sells for a lot. CIB this thing sells for over $100. Just opened and in beat up shape. I mean, yeah. here's a sale here for $1,500 for a sealed copy. Yeah. That's incredible. It's a great movie too. I love this movie. I personally yeah. love it because you i am I'm, I'm Kevin seen it. You seen know. it of course. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, Jason, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Spencer, I know you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you love this movie, man. It's a really good. Really, it's good. really, nice. really good. Don't watch the trailer though. Just dive into it. Just dive into <laughs> Okay. It.
2: What's wrong with the trailer?
0: Now, because it, you
3: it, it kind of, it does kind of give away a little. bit
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, watch, it's, watch, it's like watch.
2: talking to Sean about a movie. Okay, I
3: got.
0: It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. gonna ruin it. gonna it's gonna surprise. Exact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If, you, yeah. if you watch the trailer, you don't really have to watch the movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Another great example, and this is something that we, an episode we want to talk about later in the future is the Disney movie club. This Mm -hmm. is a movie club that went on, I think for about 10 years and it ended in 2007 and the Mm -hmm. last, this was actually, so these club members were given these VHS tapes. These weren't sold publicly, but they were given that to the club members. And the last VHS tape that was given, apparently we're still all learning about this was this uh, was cars in 2007. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't even a first print because Cars came out in 2006. So this is a later print, but it's also the last Disney film ever to be released on VHS. And people know this, and they pay a premium for it. Mm-hmm. We've seen a sales as high as – here's an example, $8,750 for this VHS tape. And I've seen sales for this VHS tape sell for over $1,000 opened. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I know,
1: wow. I know people think that people are looking at this price right now going and thinking, wow, that's crazy. But the reality of it is there was a point in time when these VHS tapes were, you know, nothing, $2, $5, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. um, well, maybe not this one though, because isn't, isn't this a more modern one? 2007. 2007. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. one might not be, that one might've been tougher to get for cheap, but Pretty much every other one at some point, you know, was on the floor, just like a lot of things are.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you can still probably find these somewhere, even opened, you know, even if you come across it and you're like, oh, it's open though. Nobody wants that. Yeah, they do. They sure do. (laughs) Especially when you're able to put it in a grading case, when these things get out of reach, which I mean, $8,000, the next, and then there's another sale for around $4,000. So they're it's pretty, you know, it's pretty volatile right now, Mm -hmm. but that's the biggest part of the reason behind that is in my opinion we're still figuring out how many are out there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of scary to spend a lot of money on something when you don't really know for sure how many are out there. That's totally. why uh, we really love these promo screeners, which we're going to dive into a little deeper. But we have an idea because we know how many Academy members were around that year, so we know how many could potentially be produced. You know, mm-hmm. like, the highest-selling VHS ta- VHS tape in history was... Does anybody know? It
2: was the Star Wars, right? No,
0: sorry, sorry not, not the highest sale... Total sales. So like commercially sold VHS tape in history. Like how like no. units, the Lion yeah. King? I don't know. The Li- yeah. Kev oh. Lion King. Wow. Yeah. 32 million units. 32 million units were sold with the Lion King. Incredible. Man,
1: that's Incredible. too many mints.
0: <laughs> yeah, too many mints. Way too many mints. <laughs> and that movie's, I mean, it's definitely out there. I do I do think that, that, that movie in, in its highest grade will do great. Um, mm-hmm. but still, there's so many still out there. But you know that being said, there's a lot of other films, they didn't have many prints. I mean, especially these promo screeners and, that were sent to distributors and also the Academy for your consideration screeners, which only had a few thousand, produced. Which means mm-hmm. how many are still opened or are even still around. Sure, so yeah. that does, yeah, that does into our next question. So what are some examples of valuable DVDs right now? Well, we haven't seen a lot of DVDs actually sold because the market's still so new and not a lot of grading companies are grading them. But we have seen super high sales for four year consideration screeners, which mm-hmm. were sent to the Academy members for voting. And here's a perfect example. This sold this, uh, it was a four year consideration of Rise of Skywalker, and also uh, was it Rise of Skywalker, the oh, best, best original score? So this is actually a CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a slipcase, so, or in a sleeve. It was a CD for four year consideration for best score, and then a the DVD mm-hmm. for uh, Rise of Skywalker for best film. And actually it probably had multiple on usually on the back they have multiple for your considerations, like best actor, best mm-hmm. visual effects, all that kind of stuff. So this sold for $400. Yeah. It's a really good sale. It's a really good sale. And then this went for cars. There's, there's quite a few of them out there I've seen. Um, but they've all sold pretty we, we well. Yeah. We have a couple of these. Yeah.
2: No, aside, is, is this our sale though?
0: No, this wasn't our sale though. <laughs> <laughs> We were lucky to get a little bit less than this, but yeah, no, yeah <laughs> I think this one sold around 125, one but it's a sealed cars, DVD award screener sent to award voters, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. So these are examples of really scarce DVDs that people will, in our opinion, want over time when they learn more about what this market's like and, and what these things can do. So yeah, what are your guys thoughts? What are some films that you guys would be excited to, uh, to dive into and learn more about in terms of, of collecting DVDs. So to, to answer, uh harris's question earlier are there any dvds that you guys can think of that could be you know potential upside one thing you know,
2: i I, want, I wanted to real quick just say though you, you have to be a little careful with the screener dvds because sometimes like sometimes they're like academy award screeners sometimes they're emmy award screeners but then you have like bafta screeners and like you right. know some of these like kind of like smaller award shows yeah. and i i feel like i i mean who knows maybe those would do well but at least i feel like they probably wouldn't be as significant as like academy award or emmy um, so if you see something like that, at least, at least that's something that we've been kind of staying a little away from, but yeah, technically those could be more scarce because there's less members of those, you know, those award shows, but who knows, you know,
0: here's a great, e- yeah, here's a great example of what Spencer's referring to. So this is a four year consideration of Logan. It's still sealed, mm-hmm. but on the back, you look at the credits, right? So if you're familiar with the Academy Awards, you can look back on the credits and maybe connect the dots. Sometimes it does say for your consideration, it'll say Oscar screener at the bottom Sometimes it'll say award screeners. So they probably use it for multiple award ceremonies, but this mm-hmm. one right here, I know is probably for golden globes because you look at the bottom and it says best ensemble cast.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's not a, that's not a nomination in the Academy Awards category. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, does that change my feelings about this? No, it's Logan. This is amazing. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that cover, man. That's God. this movie was so great. That is. Yeah. And we also, we got it for like $15. So, you know, it's And that's the thing right now is about level of entry, which, Jason, we've learned from you is the importance of level of entry. Maybe you could dive into that a little bit.
1: I mean, uh, to me, it's the most important thing. Um, I've used that in everything that I've done. So like crypto projects, NFT projects, you know, you, get, you hear about a lot of people getting wrecked in different things. Um, and, and, you know, whether it's digital NFTs or digital collectibles or, or buying a Tom Brady rookie for two million dollars and then it's a million dollars mm-hmm. next year. And so, um, you know, for me, I, I go for, um, you know, liquidity is very, you know, very important. And so when you're getting things that have a lot of upside based on, you know, the price that you're paying for it, uh, you know, I think you know, for, for me, that's just the way I built my collections. And and that's the way that I kind of um, build out in, in different collectibles and different things. You know, I'm not the guy who has like the most of, you know, the, I don't have the most VHS or the most video games or the most VV items or the most DC items. But I do have like, um, you know, I'm, I'm usually black or green in, in, you know, in everything that I am, whether it's volatility, you know, whether it's volatile or whether it's, you know, whether the prices are down, you know, so for example, the video games that I'm in, you know, prices are way down from all time highs, you know, but for me, I'm like, you know, I'm not hurt because a lot of those I bought literally on the floor, you know, when you're buying things with a clearance sticker on them for like five bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. I mean, when you and I fir- first started talking, you know, I'd always tell you like, I'm cheap, you know, if, <laughs> if it's more than $15, <laughs> like I'm out, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, not really, I, 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 you know, if there's some really yeah. valuable stuff. Of course I'll pay for it. But like, man, so what if you're, ma- if you bought a tent, a mo- the matrix for like eight bucks, if it goes down to $4, is that going to hurt you? No, you'll just, you know, whatever. But, you know, but there's also a lot more upside to it as well. Like, you know, you stack in your Matrix or your Jurassic Parks or, you know, all that stuff. It's just and, and plus the reality of it is if you look in the past at, at you know, the, at different collectibles that are similar, man, it, it, I don't want to say it's a no brainer. But like when you talk about like which what should I collect? What should I go after? I mean, high IP. You can't go wrong. It's never failed us in the past. Uh, horror movies horror movies crush it open horror yeah. movies crush it you know yeah there was
0: a recent sale hmm. recently for attack with a killer refrigerator yeah. and that that's, I, I guarantee you probably no one in here has heard of that movie but that is a oh. grail for ho- Kevin's <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Kevin's a massive <laughs> horror film then and uh and that film is a grail like no one's ever seen a sealed copy and that is a grail for collectors and a recent sale of that about a week or two ago of a opened a copy of that film sold for almost a thousand dollars. It was like
1: $980. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So when you just look at media in general, like, you know, records, high IP, super popular bands, you know, they are, the prices are through the roof on some of those things. And so, um, You know, if you use history and you're smart about, you know, your entry points, and yeah, you can FOMO too, because there'll be a lot of people that, you know, just get into the VHS space or the DVD or the video game space and they're buying like, you know, graded this and graded that and they're picking up everything. And maybe the price is a little bit high, but, you know, also be patient because, and and so one thing that Joe and I always talk about, I'm like, you know, I've told Joe this for forever. I'm like, Joe, trust me, it'll be, there'll be another one. Like if you don't pick that one up, it's too expensive. Trust me. He's and he said it to me a million times. He's like, man, Jason, I cannot believe that one of these came on the market for five bucks. I Yeah, and you yeah. will. And if you get on, if you're in any forums or any of these online groups or anything like every day, every single day, people are posting VHS tapes that they found at their local Goodwill or local. I mean, somebody I just saw, they just picked up a, a factory sealed VHS Halloween original release.
2: Wow. With
1: the and everything, and it was like a wow. dollar or two dollars, yeah. and it's like that stuff every day. So it's it's yeah. definitely out there: garage sales, estate sales, Goodwill, thrift stores. You know, most people, I'm telling you, 99.999 to the longest nines. Yeah. They don't um, they don't know that this stuff is valuable. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's, that's that's a good, good example, like uh, Kevin and I, a couple months ago, we went to uh, just got a couple like estate sales in the area. And, I picked up like this, like giant, like palette of CDs. There must've been like 200 for like like, 20, for 20 bucks. And I was like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something good in here. And most of it was crap. And uh, this is actually a kind of a cool tip for anybody that goes to thrift stores and does this kind of stuff. Um, There's an app called Declutter, Um, D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R. They just dropped the E, Declutter. And you can scan the barcode on video games, DVDs, um, and books, I think maybe books, but I think, but CD, definitely CDs, DVDs, and video games. And they'll basically, they'll buy them directly from you. So like, they'll offer you a price, you know, if it's something that they want, they'll say, Oh, we'll give you $3 for this. And they cover all the shipping. So if you send in like a whole big box of, you know, 200 DVDs or whatever that you just got for crazy cheap that they want to buy for you on, you know, for 30 cents or 20 cents. And, you know, you, you might not want to go through the hassle of selling them on eBay individually, but like in bulk, you can actually make some pretty good, you know, money back on that. So like, I think I made like 25 bucks back immediately just from like the crap ones that I didn't really care about that like weren't going to, they were going to be tough to sell uh, like on my own. But then I've been like the, the five or six that I pulled out that, you know, whatever I, I've been doing pretty well. Like I sold like one of them for like 20 bucks and then I just sold this, uh was Messy Marv? It's like, it was a CIB like hip hop CD I sold for like 70 bucks.
0: Wow. I just sold on, yeah. And it was, it was just like
2: one of these things that I pulled out of this box that, you know, so you know, you never know.
0: That's incredible, man. And do awesome. they do they accept vhs as well
2: i don't think they do vhs i think it's i think it's just uh, CD. sorry
0: slider this would have been perfect <laughs> think, for you
2: <laughs> yeah. i think it's just cd yeah. I'll, I'll have to i'll have to confirm but yeah
0: but i, but I even, they'll, they even buy
2: electronics too. they'll even buy like uh i think like game systems and things like that wow. um, old, old phones oh. like so yeah yeah computer accessories so yeah look on yeah declutter and check it out and see if there's any oh. uh yeah some do you cool think that
0: they, that they go out about this as, as collectibles, or is it more just for consumers to use?
2: No, I, I think I think they know that they can resell these things for a certain amount on Amazon or whatever. Oh, right. So okay. so so they'll offer you twenty cents for it, and they'll cover the shipping because they'll know be out they'll know within six months they'll be able to sell it for five dollars on Amazon, even if it's not like super high volume. Then they'll eventually they'll sell it, and you know they have probably a pretty high volume business that they do of of reselling these things. Um, maybe they're paying somewhat attention and they're like they're trying to lowball people in some of these collectors' items, but I'm guessing they have no idea what they're buying. They're just they're purely just offering money because they know that they can resell it at a a certain rate within the next six months to a year.
1: That's incredible. Wow. And big shout yeah. I was gonna say you also have to think about like say like you send them an item that they're paying you twenty five cents for. You know, they're doing Mm You know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth. I mean, if you put your money in the bank and you're getting, you know, even now with a with better interest rates, if you're getting five percent on your money, like think about like what what you would make off of twenty cents over the course of a year. So like,
3: mm-hmm. even if
1: they're if they're even if they're making, you know, two dollars on the item, that's a that's a huge return. You know, ten yeah. x return. And so, yeah. um, that that adds up a lot. Yeah, that's
2: definitely. It's a, it's definitely it's definitely a cool. A cool system that they have yeah it's um you, you definitely got to be doing volume though for it to to make sense
1: yeah
0: that's awesome yeah big shots of slider you bought a thousand vhs tapes from a thrift store basically got 20 boxes for 20 for 25 dollars. that's incredible oh, <laughs> be, be really patient man i know it's a lot to go through and he's a hey, lot he to go through
2: but, but you know, gotta find something cool still,
0: in there. He said he's still going through <laughs> them but just be very yeah. patient because you might you might have some real big gems in there and yeah. for that level of entry i mean yeah, yeah, yeah it, should be, it should be yeah I should yeah. be good you outside. should
2: make make a video or something. Document document the experience. Yeah, totally. If you find yeah. cool,
0: that's really cool. I mean, like I mentioned, Attack of the Killer Refrigerator. If I saw that before I was involved in this market, <laughs> I would just toss that thing. Like no one's gonna yeah. want this. But yeah. I was. It's a grail. It's a grail. So you might have some really important tapes in there. um But also at the same time, Vancouver brings up a really good point. Yeah, the VV community oh, out yeah. there, these become real. Right, <laughs> they're not stored. Yeah. And our vaults and our digital vaults—these are actual physical yeah. items that you have to find places to store them—and it gets crazy, really, really fast, really fast. I mean, even you know, Spencer, Kevin, and I—we go in on a lot of things, and and I look at the bookshelf mm-hmm. right now. I'm like, oh man, it's it's looking sloppy because things—we're just stacking and pushing. So so <laughs> <laughs> All right, we only have so much real estate, Spencer. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. So that's why another reason why it's it's my, important to think about you know, quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, like. You know, Pete mm-hmm. Davidson recently talked about how he's getting a bunch of VHS tapes, and you know, I don't know what his strategy is if he knows much about the market, but you yeah. got to really think about storage space. It's really yeah. important, really important. So that's mm-hmm. why it's you know, try to think about more quality over quantity. And you know, if you're if you're new to the market, you know, what does that mean? Well, that's that means you got to put more research into it to mm-hmm. to understand the market. What's what's important out there? Or what could be important moving forward? So thanks, Vancouver, for that. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, what, what are your thoughts as far as, like, a, what's a DVD that you'd be excited to buy as a collector just for yourself?
3: Well, one that recently was mentioned by one of our listeners was Twister. So, Twister is among one of the first ever DVD releases. Awesome. So, nice, Kev. So keep that in mind. Yeah. It's, I think they released, like, five or six uh, movies at the same time, and Twister is one of them. And it was, like, one of the bigger selling films at the time. So, Twister sealed. That's a good one to go after right now because I think it's, like, around mm-hmm. – ten fifteen dollars and yeah man uh, twist wow. what year did that come out uh 1997 let me give me one second that's incredible wow 96
0: 96 oh yeah. wow, great intel kev that's awesome Yeah, yeah because so the, the, first, that. the first vhs tape if you google that, is actually a korean film it's a korean yeah. film it's it's i mean i've never seen an actual copy of it it was from, like, 76 or 75 yeah. or something like that. It was from... Yeah. yeah. So, it's... I mean, that that thing's probably... People pay a lot of money for that. Um, think, keep in mind,
3: this is, like, first commercial DVD, like, in terms of big film. I'm sure there were, like, smaller films or maybe smaller things. But in terms of, like, the big movies, Twister was among one of the first ones out.
0: I think when you Google what's the first dvd and that pops up that's a big deal and i think yeah. collectors will be more drawn towards that for that yeah, reason
3: exactly
0: um, especially because twister's a fun movie i mean it's a popular oh. film it's one of the most popular oh. films in the 90s too so yeah it's interesting because then you look at like history of violence which i mean it's academy award-winning film but it's a bit more niche but mm-hmm. even, even then people collectors still appreciate it and love it mm-hmm. and then you got attack of the killer refrigerator <laughs> spencer what are your thoughts as far as like um if collectors want to try to find these items, right, what's a good way to find items um, potentially every day? You know, if, you want, if you'll if say I want, I'm looking specifically for – Spencer's declutter Matrix. account. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. If I'm looking for like a Matrix DVD, like what's yeah. a good way to go about that?
2: Totally. Well, I was going to say real quick, Mark, I'm, I'm down to split a warehouse with you. Yeah, I was I was I'm, I'm pretty in <laughs> Canada, but if you want yeah, to yeah. do the
0: maintenance and make sure, make sure everything looks well, good well, up there and it's organized, the then, just, then I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put David, you to shame. I have a
2: But to answer your question, Sean. Um, yeah. I mean, like if you're looking for something specific, like you want to be able to search for it. So eBay is, is generally the best place. Like eBay or like Mercari, you can get some good stuff on there occasionally. Uh, but generally speaking, like eBay is the best place to find stuff. Um, if you're looking for like past sales information, just to like know what you're buying. Heritage has some really good past sales data as well as eBay. Um, I feel like that's usually where I'm looking to see the past sales stuff. Um, but if you're not looking for something like specific, then I mean, while you still can try to get to Best Buy or Target or Walmart and see if you can find anything that's that's potentially worth it, that's just like in the dollar bin. Um, your local thrift store. There's, you know, tons of Goodwills and Salvation Armies and local thrift stores all across the country. Um, you know, those are great places to pick things up. Um also um like estate sales and yard sales, there's a ton of websites online that uh, basically just like you know, just tell you where all the different estate sales in your area, I think like estatesales.net or.org or something like that is, is one of them. But if you, if you Google, there's, there's a million of them. Um, and they just aggregate where all the estate sales are in your area and yard sales. So, yeah, you know, just go out to those things and see what you find. I mean, especially estate sales, it's like, generally speaking, it's somebody who's passed away and the family is now like just trying to deal with selling all their stuff. They're dealing with grief and, uh, they don't really want to deal with the items and the crap that's in the house. They just want to you know, deal with the funeral and move on with their lives or whatever. So, uh, it, kind of a sad situation, but you can capitalize on it, uh, in that they may not be paying super attention, uh, to what they have. Um, so you might have some good opportunities to find some good stuff. Um, that being said, a lot of these estate sales are run by like estate sale companies. Um, and their job is to know what these things are worth. So sometimes, you know, they do actually price things pretty accurately, but, but you can still find really good deals, even, even, even so, cause things definitely always slip through the cracks.
0: Yeah. And, and even the professionals right now are still learning about the space, especially for the mm-hmm. VHS market. 80s is very complicated. <laughs> like, trying to figure out first prints for the 80s is, is really tough. I mean, you got wraparound watermarks, you got side watermarks, you got different types of watermarks. 90s, we're starting to learn a little bit more about the 90s, and it's become a little bit easier because of manufactured stickers, like marketing mm-hmm. stickers on, like, for example, like in Jurassic Park, you have the Jello sticker and the Academy sticker, and that identifies a first print. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This right here when you have a pizza hut sticker like that this is a yeah. first print us copy there's a green one called the alliance copy that's a canadian variant and that's mm-hmm. actually people pay a premium for that one so yeah. those are some examples for 90s films you know they had the manufactured sticker um, apparently I've, I've learned this recently that indiana jones 3 actually has the diet coke sticker and again, this isn't for sure, mm-hmm. but I mean, I bought a couple of copies we're pretty, myself. We're, we're
2: pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty and, sure, and, and, it makes, and it makes sense because they're these companies are trying to do a big marketing push and, and it makes sense that they're going to want to do that big marketing push on the first release because that's yeah. like when the most people are going to see it and when the most eyes are on it. So you, uh, it just, it makes sense that, that, that
0: yeah. And you see the repetition, like Home Alone has a Pepsi sticker mm-hmm. and that's a mm-hmm. American Airlines sticker. You have a lot of pizza Hut stickers actually. *Lamb for Time* has a pizza Hut sticker, um, but Kevin, Carr, sorry, Kevin, you were gonna say something? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think was, uh, you
2: froze. I think I think
3: that's yeah. The, I was I gonna was say you froze. Came
2: back.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the moment. The moment Did the moment,
2: didn't we learn recently though that the, the we thought the Terminator Two sticker was the first print, but then, but then didn't Kenneth at CGC say I that think, it wasn't?
0: I think there's actually there's different like earlier versions of that. Yeah. Like back to the future, same thing. Like the first print and back to the future, there's a wraparound watermark one, but they all have wrapper and watermarks, but there's something else that differentiates an even earlier release. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a crazy market. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. For the for the back to the future, there's a misprint on the back. It's the date, it's the cr- incorrect date. It's like two years earlier for yeah. that. So that's that was one of the indicators for an early release
0: yeah which i think we had on ours that we got i think i need to double check that i am i appreciate sure paul pointing that out in York comic con um yeah. yeah really cool really cool man this is really fun but most importantly like, we're giving you all this information for a reason guys you got to go out and do your own research you got to mm-hmm. dive deep into this space if you have questions ask us we're we're so excited about this stuff. We're down to talk about it every day, yeah. but there are also forums out there. People are excited about this stuff and they'll help educate you. You'll meet a lot of amazing people along the way. It's how we met. Wait, It's how I met right there. I met this guy right here, Jason. Oh man. It's like, it's like, it's like trying to point in the mirror. <laughs> I was trying to Brady punch this thing. Yeah.
1: There we go. Oh, that,
0: there we go. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about <laughs> Jason. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just there's a lot of opportunity here in our opinion. We're very excited for it. Seeing the energy going to these shows, you know, we've gotten had a chance to get a lot of VHS times VHS tapes signed recently, and just mm-hmm. to see the excitement of people around us, like covering around, like, whoa, is that yeah. it's an original VHS sealed? Well, yeah, and it's a first print, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of excitement with this, you know, and we're starting to see the nostalgia kick in, you know, at San Diego Comic Con, we saw. Two blockbuster themed booths by funko mm-hmm. and legos
2: yeah
3: and
0: that yeah. says a lot that says a lot yeah
2: totally God, I um, before we sign off I, I, was, I was just gonna say we have a couple really cool pieces of advice cool. here from vancouver comic junkie so asking sellers if they have sealed tapes on marketplace and Craigslist who are selling raw tapes it's definitely definitely a really good way to, to try to find find your way into some collections that might not be totally advertised out there um and then also on stickers the, uh, I, I do love the Scotch stickers too. That's cool though. Good good to know that uh, the Scotch sticker usually means that it's absolutely the first print. So yeah, thanks for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's referring to back, back to the Future, right?
2: Uh, no, I think it's just in general, just in in, in general, like the the promo stickers. If it's a oh, Scotch, okay. if it's a Scotch sticker, then it generally means that it's the it's a first print.
0: Oh, team. gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, great tip. Thanks, Vancouver. That's awesome. Well, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, this is yeah. great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, I hope everyone understands like why we're excited about this. And and even though the sealed media is being is, is stopped, it will stop being sold in retail stores, there's still a very, very strong future for this stuff in the collectible space. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're so excited about it. So yeah. as these things start to disappear from retail shops, they're going to reappear on heritage auction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, seeing it right now. We're yeah. seeing it right now. Yeah. And also, um, I saw a comment earlier about Yes, yeah, Ozzy, Oh yeah, um, yeah. Yes, we Ozzy, need another yeah. auction. So the next auction is on December, I think, fifteenth or sixteenth, somewhere around there. We'll we'll make sure to let everyone know about that. But the, yeah. it's really exciting. We're gonna let everyone know now. We actually have a couple items in the next heritage auction. Yeah, which we're really excited to talk more about. Um, awesome. They're so really come,
2: cool. Come join us live and watch us either celebrate yeah. or be really sad.
0: Yeah, it's a, It's gonna be a really <laughs> fun. It's gonna be super fun, actually. Sort of, yeah, sort of. One's a demo tape signed, and the other one's a first print signed. Um, yeah. We're really excited to talk to everybody about it and our experience working with Heritage, and also just encourage everyone just to come and enjoy and watch the watch the actual auction. Yeah, it's, a it's, just, of, it's
2: just a fun time.
0: It's just a fun yeah. hang. It's, it's, yeah, it's, just,
2: it's more fun. To, more fun to watch it with us than watch it by yourself. You know.
0: Yeah, there's no pressure to bid on anything. Like, just come hang show out and watch. You
2: know.
3: We're we do jokes and impersonation. Oh,
0: jokes. <laughs> jokes. Kevin makes jokes. lots of funny voices. I do. I make a lot of funny jokes. <laughs> uh, 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 I appreciate you, Vancouver. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's it, really nice of you. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. So we'll keep you posted on that. And and thanks all for, thank you for joining real quick. I think you get Slider. That's really nice of you. Um, that's uh, awesome. I really appreciate you, man. That's great. awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining everybody. And again, if you have any questions at all, reach out to us. Just yeah. make sure, again, I'll be very clear. You know what you're buying before you buy something, especially if you're going to spend a lot of money on it. Regardless yeah, If you're going to make, of- gonna make yeah.
2: a big purchase and you have any questions, feel free. Yeah. Hit us up yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Send yeah. us an email. You can fill out the form on our website. Yeah, yeah. Let's-
0: it's easy to
3: sometimes panic buy, but don't. Just- yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And like um, Jason said, things will come up again. You know, The opportunities will repeat themselves. Um, it's just important that you are 100% comfort- comfortable and confident in buying your item. Like that's There's nothing worse than spending a lot of money on something to find out it's not what you what you bought. It's not yeah. what you expect it to be. Like that's yeah. terrible. And we don't want that to happen to anybody. So, again, do IOR. Do your own research. Yes. And thanks yes. to everybody yes. for joining. Make sure to subscribe and follow if you haven't already. That'd be awesome. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Nice thanks for joining.
3: Right. Thank you, Jay.